0: What's up, everybody? It's Stephen from Gorilla Red, and you're listening to Underground Undergroundopolis. McRoyalty, Native Sons, the list goes on and on. But right now, we're going to kick things off for you with a new group here in town that's kicking it old school and keeping it fresh. Give it up for Antithesis! <laughs> few interviews with some bands from the LRS Fest that we just had not this weekend but last weekend and down there at Brown Forman Amphitheater on the waterfront in Louisville, Kentucky. LRS Fest LRS used to be the rock station in in Louisville and it's making a comeback. We're very supportive of it. It's it's an app. You can just go look up LRS 102, The Walrus or whatever in your play store or your Apple store, whatever Apple's called, called, (laughs) and and get the app. And there's a lot of good shows on there. There's a lot of good stuff. And I think, uh, I think these guys might be connected to them somehow. (laughs) Hey, antithesis is my guest. These guys are, these are pretty, uh, i keep on, I'm trying not to say kids, but it's kind of hard to me, (laughs) but uh, this is my guest. They were, they were, I think the second band at LRS Fest that day. I think I, I'll, I'll give them the chance to correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and bring them right on, guys. There. Hello. 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 Yes. <laughs> were you the second band at LRS Fest? Was School of Rock the first? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll we'll start we'll start with the simple questions. How did Antithesis come
1: together? Well, uh, Colin and I, and even Miles, our bass player, who is here in spirit, he had to work today, actually, you know, has to bring home some bacon every now and then. But uh, we all went to Atherton High School, um, and that's how we all met. We were all friends with each other, and uh, Colin and I started it off together because we just like the same music, the same bands. We really like 90s rock in particular. And we just started jamming together. And we're called, you know, a shutdown band because we started right at the shutdown of COVID and everything, never had a chance to play out until, you know, here recently. But, um, so Cullen and I in his basement. And then, uh... And then we recently added Miles, my roommate, as our
0: new bass player. Are you, uh, I I honestly thought you guys were probably still in high school. (laughs) And please don't take offense to that.
1: (laughs) I am.
0: (laughs) Are you? (laughs) How how are you guys? The other
2: two have graduated.
1: I'm 17. And me and Miles were about 19.
0: Well, I thought I saw pictures of you playing at 21st. Did yeah, you guys yeah, play, did. did you guys you guys play there so well do you have a particular how, how do I say this if you could if you could narrow down somebody that you saw on stage or on TV and you looked at them, you said you know what I want to do that who who is that who would that influence be and I know, I know it's kind of tough to narrow down just one so it doesn't have to be just one I'm just Dave I'm girl, just girl. <laughs> very yeah, popular Dave. answer.
2: Yes, and then my second would be probably either Travis Barker or the drummer from Wolf Mother.
1: How about you? I would say probably the first one would be Iggy Pop because that dude, he's just so crazy. You know, he's just what, and also the fact that it seems like everything he does, you know. I, I could probably do, too. You know, I felt reasonable. Like, you know, some of my other favorite music artists, they almost seem unattainable, unreachable enough. But, yeah, Iggy Papa was the first dude where I was like, man, I could I could just get up on stage and
0: try that out for myself. That looks like fun. Just I get up on stage and put peanut butter all over me. <laughs> 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 antithesis, how would you describe antithesis music?
2: <laughs> um, I would say at the heart of it, it's a uh, a new form of like '90s grunge, but we do a lot of different styles too. You know, we got a lot of like slow stuff and like almost like jazzy, funky stuff that we've yeah. been written, writing. But I would say at the at the heart of it, it's definitely a a new form of '90s grunge.
0: Did, did you guys uh, did you cover? Did you do a cover there? Alma?
1: Yeah. So, we did a. Few yeah, ones yeah, yeah. Ones. So the song, uh, it's a newer song that we've been writing, and it it says the words I know in it like probably thirty times, and and uh, it was actually before I had heard the song "Ain't No Sunshine" before uh, by Bill Withers, if you can believe that. I, I always knew about this song, but I never actually listened to it. And then it kind of you know has the whole I know bit, you know, and it, it seemed like they were very similar in that way. So we kind of uh yeah, played the first would you say it's a verse, I guess, the first section yeah. of Yeah, Ain't No Sunshine before we played that song as like a little tease homage type thing, yeah. Uh
0: how many songs y'all have now? Ooh. finished finished?
2: <laughs> finished. probably around like 20 yeah, 25 20.
0: damn <laughs> that's really good that's a, that's a, that's yeah. a lot really it, it is for, what for just like two years or something i mean it, it doesn't about sound a, like a lot about a year and a half, yeah, year and a half. Year and a, it doesn't sound like a lot to you guys probably but it, it that's a lot that's all that have that many songs finished that's a good job uh do you have a particular creative process, or is it just a song just walk up and tap you on the shoulder and say "Write me now"? Or
1: um, well, a both? Yeah, yeah. So I'd say for the most part, it goes somewhat like me alone in a room, <laughs> and uh, something, somehow, something comes out of me, and I'll record it or write it down or something to remember something that I like and then uh, uh we'll play around with it we keep playing around with it adding different parts it's actually a very slow process to be honest with you and it it's very detail oriented but uh but yeah like after a few months we we get it down to where we feel comfortable with all the parts and everything and and then yeah that's our song that's what we got and we'll do it you know we'll do be writing a bunch of songs all at once you know so it, i guess that's how we get such a high
0: volume Well if what's your uh, what's your favorite show you played Ooh
1: I'm Right. I would
2: say either um, L O S Fest, or we played another uh, little, like, festival that we actually put on a couple mm. couple of weeks back, and we called it the Field Fest, and we just, like, set up in front of a barn with, like, six other local bands and played, and that one was really fun. Yeah,
0: it was a good one. Well, where was it? where was that at? What was it called, Field Fest? Um,
2: it was... Yeah, it it was just like a, a little thing that we put together and we contact like a couple other local bands like uh, Deep Above and like Anemic Loyalty and the Histrionics and the Histrionics going to make it, but we tried to get there. And we contacted a couple other people and it was just that one of my friend's houses they had a giant field with a barn.
0: That's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I love those festivals, man. I love, I love oh, yeah. the, chicken, the chicken wing festivals and stuff. Is <laughs> this something you gotta you put gonna plan on doing every year or
2: Probably at least like it, one it, or two of those types yeah. of shows you? <laughs> yeah, a year.
0: Yeah. A little light a little, little light bulb went over <laughs> your head just then, I think. Like, yeah, maybe we could do it again <laughs> next year. <laughs> Why, was, why would that be one of your favorite shows? Is there a good story behind that?
2: Uh, there was just a lot of, like, friends and a lot of people there who hadn't come out to a lot of the other ones, and the crowd was really
0: energetic with it, and
2: it was just a good energy from both sides.
0: Uh, well, here's the counter question. What's your least favorite show?
2: The 21st, yeah. The and 20 no. and... <laughs>
1: Why? and it was I mean... stressful, uh, and it's our fault, but we forgot we forgot a few things that were very important, like uh, the kick drum up. pedal, the snare,
2: some cymbals, I think we left a bass, a out, or yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> we, we, and then we only played like two or three songs at a time, and then interviewed, and then two or three songs, and then interviewed. Yeah.
1: It
0: was,
1: well, I mean,
2: it, was it wasn't it? awful, which was is. What was not you it was played at there? Um, it was oh. another um, LOS sanction event. They did a metal Monday.
1: Oh. Uh, once head. a month with hippie head.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
2: Hippy
0: head. Yes. Uh, yes. No Hippy. i love hippie head man i've known him for a while
2: he's a great guy
0: what all did you forget again i'm sorry uh, <laughs> not i'm not, not making guy. fun Here's of you i promise list.
1: a kid drum pedal uh a snare drum a guitar amp those are the biggest ones i was probably something else and the thing was too is that it was like 20 minutes away from my house so like we were we were rushing you know i was going as fast as i could in my car trying to get there
0: and then get back and yeah it was it was stressful welcome to the world of diy (laughs) <laughs> to the DIY, bands. Yeah. 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 you really learn how to make do with a lot. That's what guys in my band is like. They start asking, what's, what, what's going to be there? What's this going to be there? I don't know. But I've been doing the DIY so long that I like, I get to where I walk in the most situations and I figure it out. <laughs> yeah. and, and you guys did too, you know. So it's so. like, Well, would you pre- say you preferred? Before I get to that question, when you got an album coming out, you said, "Yes." When's that going to come called,
1: out? Uh, uh, well, we're thinking it's going to come out probably uh, early next year.
2: No, uh, now, I would
1: say probably before that. Before that,
2: um, I would say Our realistic goal right now is no end of November, early December.
0: That's good. That'd be about the okay, time this oh, yeah. will probably be. This will probably be audio right around the end of November. <laughs> and yeah, by that time, you gonna... you guys can go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay, I was just gonna let you know the name. We're gonna call it uh, for your amusement. And and yeah, we're gonna have
0: thirteen songs on it. And, uh... Damn. Yeah. Like I'm, I get thrilled when I get a four song EP together. <laughs> 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 I do. When you guys get the album out, send me send me your favorite tracks, and I'll edit them into the it, with your permission. With your permission, of course. Yeah. Or if you already yeah, have, absolutely. It, if, if you already have the tracks, you can still send them to me, and I'll get them. I'll get them in there. I'll just I'll edit bits and pieces of it in there, and it, and people will hear the interview and the songs. You know, oh. so that so, now with your experimentation with the studio what what, would you prefer the studio or the stage um so
1: it's kind of uh honestly well the, the way we did our studio recording at la la land was we were live tracking it where we were all playing at the same time so it basically was like performing you know just in front of no one or practicing if anything but uh I, I would say the stage for sure. The, I mean the yeah. energy's all there. That's, and I mean the studio is the, the biggest challenge is trying to get that energy that you have on stage into, you know, your studio recording. And you know, that that can be difficult, but I think with the way we did it it almost kinda
0: brought it out more, you know. Definitely. What what would you say your favorite song to perform live is? Uh I, lo- I love these questions. Different they, make, answers. they make they make the <laughs> guests think. That's okay. Elaborate um, on elaborate on different answers.
1: I'd say for me it would be our song Springstream. Uh it's the song we typically close with and uh it kind of has a funny little story behind it so it kind of has like a jangly old western kind of rock riff in it and uh it whenever i first started playing guitar i came up with that little riff and and you know i thought it was cool but i was like you know it doesn't really fit with the sound that we're going for and everything so So in my mind, I just chalked it up to, I said that if I ever met Bruce Springsteen, who's someone that I used to really like, and I mean, I still do. I just don't listen to him as much. Uh, I just thought maybe if I ever met him, I'd sell it to him or give it to him or something, you know, but uh, um, eventually, as time went on, there came an an idea to, to add this heavy guitar riff to it, this little buildup into a heavy rock song in it. And it kind of I mean it's, it's weird and it's different, but but I really like it. And it mm-hmm. has a cool balance of like music that I like like Bruce Springsteen and 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 like the uh, uh like a rolling what what's the Bob Dylan album with Rolling Stone on it? Highway 51 like that yeah. whole sound of music with like our alternative rock and heavy rock sound too. That's why I like it.
2: Yeah, I would say mine's probably either Springstream or this song Sayonara, which is like a a really, really heavy song. And it's really fun to play live because there's a lot of like really cool, weird, like offbeat drum hits that we, that I do. And it's it's really hard to get down, but when you do, it's it's really satisfying because it's it's very really fun. It's, it's in, also in drop D. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, actually, drop C sharp. We're a
0: little heavier than drop D.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you could open for any artist, who would that be? Dave Cole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't care what band he's with. Foo Fighters, Tenacious D, Queens of the Stone Age. If he's doing whatever Nirvana thing he's been doing recently, doesn't matter. Dave Gold is on stage.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm still kind of uh I like I like plush from from they were at LRS and I've been really liking them. It'd be cool to open up for them. I don't know if they're my all time favorite to open up before, but
0: that's someone who's new that I think would be cool to work with. They were another one
2: open. for me. Oh
0: go ahead
2: go ahead I'm sorry. it's not about me oh <laughs> i was just gonna say another another big one for me would be um my chemical romance yeah um i think that our style is a little bit different but it would it would fit well enough and they've always been a really big inspiration to me so that would be a really cool one to open up for too
0: well i thought i kind of thought plush was probably one of my favorite acts that day (laughs) they were they were really great they
2: were really good
0: yeah i mean look don't get me wrong i loved all the acts but like i i liked them a lot and i liked i liked john karabi's show I, i thought i thought he was great just him and an acoustic guitar i thought he i thought he was really great which a lot of people don't know who that is. That was the other singer for Motley Crue. In case anybody did, anybody watching right. didn't know, he was the Gary Sharome of Motley Crue. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Gary Sharome. <laughs> the, the other the, the, the other singer for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: personally, I kind of think he's the uh, he he he's the better singer. <laughs> Oh, where was I? I lost my place. Where all have you performed?
2: Um, as an Antithesis, we've performed. A handful of basements. A handful of basements. Um, tw- that's okay. We, 21st in Germantown. Yeah, 21st in Germantown. Um, LRS Fest. LRS and, and uh, Yeah, so we've we we played was, three venues: Los Fest, Germantown and the field fashion less have just been like basement house shows
1: we were supposed to play one right right here on my back porch and uh we put together this whole show we had anemic royalty there we had the tabs there you know we had what was it six bands in total including our band
2: probably 75 people easy yeah, maybe more
1: yeah and, and
2: um uh, cops you know, showed up yeah, by the it show, on the, set
1: the show went Fun. All the way through, except for like a movie, as I go to step out on stage for for Antithesis, right as we're about to get on, yeah, it gets shut down, and uh... it would have been—it was our
2: first show too. Yeah, it was
1: a, it would have been our
2: first show. Yeah.
0: Well, that's pretty epic, really, man. There's nothing wrong <laughs> yeah. playing. To... Don't, don't say, oh, we've done a basement. There's nothing wrong with doing those basement shows. I oh, I, no. used to, I used to think, oh, you're not, it's not, a, and that's how some, like, contests and stuff used to treat you back in the day. Don't, give us a list of shows you play and don't tell us about your friend's basement. Fuck that. But I mean, <laughs> right. you, well, you had 75 people at, at a house show. That's more than what you get in bars sometimes.
2: I mean, right. seriously,
0: yeah. that's that's, that's an accomplishment to me. I mean, to, still, to this day, that's an accomplishment to me. You play for 75 people? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Let me know if you do another house show. All right? We'll do. Yeah. Uh, I, I go to house shows. I don't I, that, that bother me a bit. Uh, let's see. What's the best musical advice you've ever been given? Other than buy a dolly.
2: I've <laughs> been given a lot. Musical wow,
0: yeah. uh, look at us; we both bring our. Hands up <laughs> to our that That's okay. I like these questions that make you think.
1: Uh, I guess one for me is something my dad told me. He was—he uh, always say that you know the the silence and the spaces in between, you know, the melodies and the notes are just as important you know as the notes themselves and and you know really just i i guess also to go along with that he, he you know simplicity can never be overstated like if you know the best ideas are simple and and yeah. to keep things simple and to to respect the the spaces and the silence is between notes. Honestly, that, that's probably the best advice I've been given. Simple science. Yeah.
2: Been <laughs> given things close to that. I would say my the best advice I've been given is probably just you know do what you want to do. You know, like just don't have to stick to one genre, one style. You know, if you want to you know, break down a little jazz tune and then go into a heavy metal song, do it. You know, just be you, be yourself, express yourself however you want.
0: Yeah. Colvin Williams, when, when, when Colvin Williams was on the show, he said something that oh, always stuck with me, he said uh, the worst thing you can do to, to an artist is define them to one genre. Now, yeah. I don't know if you, you know who he is, but he's Hank Three's son. And Oh, he was yeah oh he super nice guy super, great he's a great guest what's uh let's see how many instruments do you all play
1: um i play the piano guitar bass guitar drums and
0: uh try to sing so i guess i'm a five Something told me you were multi, you guys were multi-instrumentals. <laughs> uh,
2: so I've been in, um, percussion since day grade, So I can play pretty much every percussion or instrument, you know, timpani, steel drums, marimbas, obviously drum set, snails. I march quads so for marching band. And then I can also, I've been picking up bass and guitar over the past couple of years and playing a little of that piano um but mainly drums and percussion stuff
0: yeah here here's a tough one if you could work with any producer who would that be i love Jack this question White. oh yeah i think i think that yeah. might be a first for someone to say that
2: very, I get a of
0: producer
1: I'd say probably Steve Albini. I just Who? It, Steve Albini. Okay. He's uh, Go ahead. He's just got such a good drum sound. Like it uh
0: it just it, it's
1: so distinctive and and I mean I think in the studio recording drums are just so important and yeah, he, he nails them, so I'd probably say him and on top of being like a super cool person and hip,
0: <laughs> I think the most popular answer is Rick Rubin, or maybe Butch Vig. Yeah, yeah. I I keep waiting for the one person that finally says Alan Parsons. <laughs> Nobody ever does. <laughs> 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 well, what do you have a band camp or anything you want to plug in before we wrap this up?
1: Uh, we do have our Instagram. You guys can follow us on Instagram where we will be posting about the album. And, uh, when we do re- release the album, it'll, it'll, be on Spotify, Apple music. Thank you. Yeah. It'll be all, on all platforms. Uh, our Instagram is anti, A-N-T-I underscore thesis, T-H-E-S-I-S underscore official, antithesis
2: official. One more time.